Hello, this is Hilda. Welcome to Hilda's Shoulder. Hilda is your agony aunt, your storyteller, and your relationship enthusiast. Now, today's episode is about getting over heartbreak. We've all had to do this one time or the other, or, well, for some people, quite often. <laughs> so, I just want to say that it's a very common thing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just like when you were a child and um, you got on your bike. Well, basically, for the first time or for the first few times, you fell off the bike probably and uh, bruised your knee or, you know, you injured yourself. And after a while of trying and trying, you finally got the hang of it. So heartbreak is somewhat like that. Um, I guess if you have a few, and if you, if you have a few more, you know, you then know how to deal with them. So if you've had very few heartbreaks, I'm just going to give you a few tips um, to help you get over it. When people talk about addictions, food addictions, drug addictions, I always wonder why relationships are not included in that list. Because sometimes when you get so into your significant other, it's it's really almost like an addiction. Falling in love is somewhat could be somewhat like an addiction. You know, in the sense that you can't live or breathe or think or be without that other person. So um, the same rules that apply to getting off an addiction would apply to letting somebody letting somebody go, you know, even if the person lets you go, I mean, letting that person go out of your system. Um, being a human being is very, 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 it's a very, very complicated thing. And one could say, one wishes it was easy to just switch somebody off. If it's somebody you've spent several months or a few years with, and you've grown to get used to this person, you see him or her every day, you have an idea, She or he's the first person you send a message to and bounce off ideas off, and all of this time you've just been painting this picture that this person is going to be in your future, and quite unfortunately, this person lets you know that he or she doesn't have the same plans. How do you get out of it? How do you... Uh, Put your pain somewhere, just lock it up and throw it away. Those are the things we are going to talk about today. Um, I am a, a great fan of loving yourself. Um, in probably 60 or 70% of my writings, I always say love yourself. Um, that's the best way to go. You can't even love anybody else anyway, except you love yourself. So immediately after the breakup, after the severance... Take time to to love yourself, treat yourself, um, do all the things, do all, do some of the things you've been meaning to do but didn't have time, possibly and probably because of this significant other. If you want to go learn salsa, go ahead and do that. If you want to start a new sport or you want to start working out or you know you want to meet up with new friends, this is the time to do so, but keep yourself busy. Keep yourself engaged. 
the more you stay alone, the more you, your thoughts start to wonder. You start to wonder, is she with someone else already? Is, is, is the person she's with better looking, richer, whatever, uh, than myself? Or, oh my God, or maybe I wasn't good enough. Or maybe it was my fault he dumped me. You don't need all of that. And listen, the thing is this. There's, there's no one person for, somebody, for you. There are many Mr. Rights. There are a hundred and million Mrs. Miss Rights all over the place. It's just for you to be available. It's just for you to, uh, I guess, maybe there's an element of love being in the same place, the right place at the right time to meet this person. Just, you know, just being available, basically. Um, so keep yourself engaged. And then as much as possible, severe contact with this person who has broken your heart. It doesn't make any sense if you keep texting and chatting, sending, forwarding, all those religious forwarded WhatsApp chats. Uh, I hope you have a blessed day, blah, 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 blah. Look. If you were that important to your significant other, your ex, he or she would be with you now. So forget him, forget her, delete them from your system. Delete his number, even if you know it by heart, forget it. Then another thing you need to do is to surround yourself with the love of other people. Get entrenched in, if it's uh, to do charity work, if it's to get more involved in the church or the mosque or whatever religion, you'll find that your bank account of love will just multiply in a way that you'll never imagine. Stop thinking about the past. If there are places you both used to go to, uh, restaurant, hangouts, pepper soup joints, uh, whatever, please stay away from those places because they're just triggers for you to remember your past. Another thing... I want you to look at is how to focus your energies on the things that you really want, on the things that matter. Sometimes in the process of falling in love with someone, we neglect ourselves and we neglect our goals and our visions for ourselves. So bring yourself back, focus on the things that matter. Then in all of us, we have, I think I have like maybe two or three voices in my head, you know, the psychologists talk about the ego and the superego, the conscious, conscious, unconscious, and the unconscious, unconscious. I'll explain what I mean. You know, sometimes when you want to do something, you hear voices. There's a stern voice that urges you to do bad. Go on, do it. What's the big deal? Do you anybody? Is anyone feeding you? ABC, ABC, like that. And there's a quiet, still voice or two other voices that say, Think this thing deeply. Is it necessary? Do you need to do it? And so on and so forth. So sometimes that loud voice is very critical of self. It will tell you how much of the how much of the fault was yours. It will tell you that it is because you did so and so and so that you are where you are. So kill that voice. Don't let it distract you. Just be focused on you know, moving ahead, moving forward. Another thing that a lot of women do, or I guess maybe the men as well, but more on the side of the women, we badmouth our exes. Mm -hmm. Someone sees you at the mall and goes, hey, hi, what's up? 
Where's, uh, let's see, his name is Frank. Where's Frank now? I haven't seen you guys in a... Frank. Which Frank? <laughs> and then you start to badmouth Frank. And you go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, what you're doing is just more or less spiritually bringing Frank alive, putting him back into your system. If someone asks, if someone who used to see you guys together asks, oh, you just go, oh, he's fine. Hey, I've not been seeing you guys together again at the whatever, wherever. And you go, oh, yeah, he, he's actually been busy. You know, we've both been busy doing stuff and just end it. Then I know some of you, mm-hmm. you keep checking his status on WhatsApp or her status. You wake up at 3 a.m., you can't sleep, check his status. If he puts a girl on his DP or he sensed you're angry, why will you put yourself through this mess? Or you see pictures of him or her on a holiday with someone. Maybe she's in the middle of three men or three guys. Or he's in the middle of two women. Or he's ha- has someone has her head on his shoulder. Why would you want to put yourself through such pain? Please, if you can, in fact, not if you can, you should. Delete the guy. Delete the guy. Stop following him. Um, get off his social media handles and just... Stay away. Um, another thing I want to say is stop overanalyzing stuff. You sit down and start to break it. Maybe it was because I said yes when I said yes too quickly. Or maybe because I give it up too quickly. Or for the guy, oh well, maybe I spoiled her. I bought her too many. Look, stop it and just move on. Then you should know that because you are flesh and blood, And because you are like every other thing that Mother Nature has created, things take time. You don't put an acorn into the soil and then it just starts to grow. It grows into an oak overnight. It takes time. There is a process. So there is a process of healing that you must, must go through. So trust yourself to go through this healing process. And keep feeling, you know, keep checking to see how far you've gone. After a while, you'll find that your ex will just become like a faded memory, you know. It's like um, if you've had a lot of uh, pink clothing as an adult, you notice that over time the pink just kind of fades away. That's how it should be. That's how the memory of your ex should fade away. And for your own good, it will fade away. And take time to take care of yourself. You know, cherish the people around you, cherish the things, you know, the good things about yourself. Keep talking to yourself and telling yourself that you're the best thing that ever happened to you. Most importantly, follow your heart and be open to new romance. Mm-hmm. Be open to new friendships. I think that these are my few two bits for today. I sincerely hope that in your quest to heal, you will heal as best as you can and you'll be open to a new relationship. And I hope and pray that the experiences you had with your old relationship will not affect your any new relationship that you have. So whatever baggage you have from your old relationship, please just leave them behind. They just pretend that they're dirty, dirty, dirty laundry, torn laundry, you know, and you're getting rid of them. Just stash them in the, in the trash can and walk away. So, 
I hope you have enjoyed this piece. I, if you enjoyed listening, then you can uh, send me an email. If you have a comment or a suggestion, send an email. Hilda's Shoulder is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you enjoy romantic fiction, you can go onto my blog. It's www.hildashoulder.com.ng. Bye-bye.